0: Hey, what's going on everybody? Adam here. Uh, this is a new segment, which is part of the Change Creator Podcast show. Um, You know, we all have these experiences that change our perspectives in our lives and business. And for years, I've been capturing that in my notebook. Um, And as I get more and more questions from you guys, I decided, you know, one day I just sat down here and recorded my thoughts rather than writing them down. And um, this is the unedited raw stream of thought, and I'm just going to start throwing it out there. Uh, If you guys have uh, experiences that you want to share that you think other people can learn from. we want want to hear from you so just stop by our website shoot a note and uh, we can have that conversation let's dive in i know you gonna dig this hey what's up guys welcome to unedited um this is a discussion of what's on my mind and last time i spoke about authenticity and i had some great feedback and i appreciate that it resonated with some people it's you know as we become entrepreneurs and we're in business, you know, for years, uh, you, you have to think a lot about what's working and what's not, and the fundamentals seem to escape us often. So what has been on my mind, you know, yesterday I literally couldn't do stare at the screen anymore, right? And so I go outside, and sometimes the best work is to just disengage from work. Um, and what I mean by that is that it gives you the opportunity to think. <clears throat> and... So I went out in the sun, and luckily my wife and I right now, we have a pool in our backyard. It's a real peaceful environment, and so I literally cut out from doing work for about two hours, and um, you I ate some lunch, and then I went outside and I sat in the sun, and I was laying on a raft, and I just sat there almost like in a meditative state, right? Eyes closed, just listening to the breeze and the trees, and just was thinking um, about you know, business, um, but more so, I kind of started thinking more about life. Right? It's not that that you want to build a um, a business. I don't even try to think about it that way anymore. I think about it as building a life, and there's a difference in in those things because it'll kind of trigger how you think um, strategically or tactically. Um, and so, the topic that really came to mind was believability. And I was reading the the autobiography of Phil Knight, he's the founder of Nike. And so this started going through my head cuz something that he said stood out to me. And I and it actually came up in my conversation yesterday with Maggie Doane. I interviewed Maggie Doyne. she's the founder of Blink now. And as she was talking, She mentioned that she had to, I I was asking her how she funds her ideas and she started off like very simply, she traveled to Nepal, she met this little girl and this one single little girl said hi to her every time she saw her and she saw the things she was doing, she just had this extreme empathy for her and she said, what if I can just help this one little girl get an education? What would that change in her life? What would that mean? So it wasn't that I'm gonna help all these kids in poverty and I'm gonna change the world. It was, what do I do to help this one little girl? And now she wasn't thinking of this as a business strategy. She wasn't saying I'm gonna build a social enterprise as a social entrepreneur and my vision is this. And so it was a very small step and it was really based on a core fundamental um, belief that, you know, it's something she empathized for and she believed in and she knew she could help this one little girl and she felt a very strong need to do that. And so once she did help this girl, it escalated to then say, well, what if I can help more? And then the next step, the next step, the next step. So my point of explaining that is she was taking baby steps, right? It was first, let me help this little girl. Then I'm gonna help by buying a plot of land with all my babysitting money. And I'm going to figure out how to build a small house to house some of these homeless kids and so on and so forth. So she started creating this track record, but it was all driven by this passion to, to re- and empathy to really help these children. It wasn't a business strategy. She didn't look at this area and say, oh, well, here's a, um, you know, a lucrative market for me to tap into with this uh, new tactical idea or product. It wasn't like that. Um, it was really about this, this desire to help, okay? And so when she talked about getting money, um, every time she proved out step-by-step, step, she helped the girl, she built the school, um, it, she was able to get larger and larger sums of money because she was proving her commitment. Um, but at the same time, she said to me, she said, people could see it in my eyes. One lady told her, She goes, I don't even know if your idea is going to work that you're telling me right now that you're pitching me on, uh, to get funding. And she goes, but if you can put $5,000 in, I love your passion and I could see it, how important it is in your eyes. I'm going to match your 5,000. Okay. And once she did that, she took her next step using that money. She knows that I need this much money to do this. All right. And so she took that 5,000. She took her next steps. Um, and so then when she went to the next investor, um, you know the same thing goes on and on and on. But the important part there was that they saw it in her eyes and that triggered it to me. And so I'm gonna go back to the Phil Knight story because what he said was, He basically went over to Japan. He conned a a footwear company, Tiger Shoes, right? Um, And he said, yes, I have a business. At the time, he did not have a business. He asked them to send samples. He got samples of these shoes, and he was a runner. He was an athlete. This is what he did. But before that, him and his buddy were traveling the world. That's what led them to Japan, And, you know, he they were trying to make ends meet and to get money while they were traveling. And so they were selling encyclopedias. And so Phil was saying he's like, listen, I sucked as a sales rep. I suck at selling. I don't like selling. I'm an introvert. Um, This is just not working for me. So then they went on to try to sell securities. And again, no more success there. He sucked at selling, sucked at selling. Finally, a year after that time in Japan, he gets these shoes in the mail um, and he was like blown away. Wow. They were awesome. Super cool running shoes, right? And so he decided, well, where can I, where can I sell these few samples just to prove out, right, what I'm doing? And so he went to track meets at different schools and he spoke to the coaches. But when he spoke to the coaches, he was able to sell these shoes like hotcakes. Why? And he realized that it's about belief, his belief in the product. And the tagline that he said, which really stood out to me was, belief is irresistible, all right? So again, it goes back a little bit and ties into the authenticity discussion that we had last time. And if you are pursuing an idea that is coming from a very, um a place that's close to you and important to you then when you're selling becomes easy um you almost are going to go talk to people and they're just going to see a physical expression and a vocal expression of how valuable and important something is and if it is something that's important to you you're going to make sure that you know you're doing it right so whether you're helping children in Nepal because it pulled on your heartstrings and you just you want to help make it better for these kids, you're going to speak passionately. You're not speaking to them as like a business. You're saying here's an, here's something that has to happen. So whether you're going to help me or someone else's, it doesn't matter. I'll find someone that will want to help these children, and I'm going to be the liaison to to put it all into action. Same thing with these shoes. It was. This is what he knew, this is what he loved, and because he believed in it so much, all of a sudden he was a sales rep. And the, th- the other thing to consider too is that, you know, we're all sales reps our whole lives. Um, if you have a favorite movie or there's something you're really interested in, you sell people on it. Come on, let's go to this restaurant. Here's why. Let's watch this movie because, um, you know, you're going in, You as a kid, you sell your parents on all kinds of ideas, you know, to sway them, manipulate them. I mean, those are, those are kind of like negative terms to describe it. But at the end of the day, that's what you're doing. Give them the puppy eyes, show them how much it means to you. Um, this is what... So, this is what selling is. Um, but if you're looking at something very cold and it's like, well, I'm gonna sell these encyclopedias because people need encyclopedias and they're really, uh, I could make money on it. Well, if you don't believe in it, it's not something you care about. Um, God, it makes such a big difference. Um, and the other thing you know, that goes with, back to Maggie Doyne's story is it became a reflection of who she was. It was an important story. So she didn't go out there saying, hmm, what would make a good story for the press? No, she was engulfed into a situation that was so powerful, because what happened was Nepal got, they had a civil war, and so it caused all kinds of problems, and that's why there was so much poverty and all this stuff. So that story was jolting, and so her actions to help um, were a natural response. So this type of story, um, it's powerful. And it was picked up in the papers without her even trying it was so she has all kinds of uh coverage um so this wasn't a strate- strategic move on her part it's that you know this deep empathy came from the idea um and empathy that she had for the situation so you know it is when you do follow your your heart that way um good things come out of it so I think that you're going to find it's much easier to sell your idea, to get people to join your team, to get people to fund you, whatever the angle is that you're trying to sell, if you're pursuing the right idea, something that is part of who you are, that means something to you, and is helping others in some way. Um, There's different scenarios, right? A running shoe is something he believed in. It was part of his upbringing. It's what he loved. He could speak to it. That's Phil Knight. Uh, Maggie Doyne, she goes out to Nepal. Um, She wanted to help. Her motherly instincts as a woman came out. She had no idea how to start a business. And that's not what she was even thinking about. She didn't even know what a social entrepreneur was at the time. Her whole focus was very niche. It was, I'm Maggie Doyne. I'm going to help this little girl get an education. But then after that, she moved on to the next thing, the next thing, and she just kept doing more and more and more. And now today, yes, she has modeled this out. It's become her livelihood, but it didn't start that way. It didn't start with this 10 year vision. It started with, what's the first thing I can do? And it was just her um, being a helpful person. That's what it was. This is what she wanted to dedicate her time to because it was important to her. So we need more people shaping lifestyles. What is important to you? How can you help someone else? How do you make a lifestyle out of that? You know, it's not just about becoming an accountant in some way or financial advisor. We all have our own, you know, things that interest us. So there's nothing wrong with doing those things, but there's so much going on in the world today that, you know, you can consider them crises and and they need help. So if you can build a lifestyle that is pursuing an idea that is important to you it helps other people whether it's clean energy pollution um you know poverty education you know the the millennial the uh the goals that we have from the un um they're they're endless right i think there's 18 of them um so you could tackle these things in your own way small scale big scale but start somewhere And one of the most important things that comes out of it is to really um, travel, travel, see what's going on in the world, travel, check it out, get inspired, get inspired by something that matters and then make a life around it. You will figure out how to get money, whether you're doing a for-profit or a non-profit, um, you'll figure it out. So I just think that the story unfolds much easier. It creates press when you're pursuing something that's really important to you. So that's the idea, guys. Belief is irresistible.